0: what did happen and what is it that the scale weight is actually reflecting when we look at it if we look at it on a daily basis and is it actually a good tool to track progress welcome to the show where we help you make smart nutrition simple If you want proven nutrition strategies to help you build a better body and create the energy to show up for your family without overly restrictive and unrealistic dieting, then you're in the right place. Make sure to subscribe and enjoy this episode. Um, I'm happy to be here with you today. We're going to be talking about scale weight. And the reason I brought up this topic today for this Facebook Live as well as for this podcast episode is because uh, I received a number of frantic messages at the beginning of the week for people that were post-Super Bowl saying what the F just happened when they looked at their scale weight. And so it begs the question is what did happen and what is it that the scale weight is actually reflecting? when we look at it, if we look at it on a daily basis, and is it actually a good tool to track progress, right? Because you have some people that say, oh, you know, only measure yourself once a week, only measure once a month. And then we, in fact, we have our clients measure themselves or weigh themselves every single day. Well, why is it that we do that? I will share that with you in terms of how we can leverage that data in an effective way for most people. And this is This is generally speaking, this is not the case for every single client, but I will share the reason why we do this. So, you know, on a day-to-day basis, what is our weight a reflection of? And what is it that the scale actually represents? Typically, what we see on the scale is simply a reflection of our behaviors over the past 24 to 48 hours, right? And the reason for this is because, well, what, what are we actually weighing? Well, we're weighing skeletal mass we're measuring bone we're measuring muscle we're measuring organs we're measuring connective tissue we're measuring uh, fluids in the body both you know water and blood and 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 fat mass of course we're measuring fat mass so I think what a lot of people are looking for is when they weigh themselves on a daily basis say am i losing fat or am i gaining fat or am i gaining muscle right and what we know is you just you can't know those things on a day-to-day basis, unless we were doing um, some complex level of body fat analysis, which frankly, the the most accurate and precise way that we can track that is in cadavers, right? You have to be dead to really get a true representation of body fat levels. And even these handheld devices, even the handheld foot devices, even the bioelectrical impedance uh, devices, um, simply aren't that accurate and certainly not something that someone's going to do on a daily basis. So when we look at scale weight, we're not getting information around what's happening to our body fat levels. Rather, as I alluded to, is we're getting a reflection of our behaviors in terms of our food consumption, our digestion, our, our fluid retention, our salt intake, Uh, and and a number of other factors that influence our weight. So let's talk through those briefly so that we can wrap our heads around Why is it that our scale fluctuates on a daily basis? Now, as I mentioned, I had a number of clients reach out and kind of stress out earlier on in the week, expressing that they needed to reduce their calorie intake. They needed to increase their exercise levels. They felt guilt and shame and regret over their behaviors over the weekend. And and usually perhaps that was eating more, drinking more. Now let's let's break that down just a little bit here is because what is it that we typically consume especially when we refer to the Super Bowl is you know we're usually eating more salty fatty carby foods right as well as alcohol intake and especially all of those combined now what we know about scale weight particularly fluid retention is what are the things that contribute to more fluid retention in the body salt carbs alcohol all of those things can contribute to increases in weight by virtue of more fluid retention and so oftentimes what we see on the scale when you've had a higher carbohydrate meal a saltier meal you've drinking more alcohol is we're going to see an uptick in scale weight now that doesn't mean that you've put on body fat all it means is you're retaining more fluids typically retaining more water and I think it's so so important for us to be cognizant of how our weight can fluctuate like that and why it fluctuates based on our behaviors based on our eating behaviors and the decisions that we make so that you can be more aware around how you're building out those decisions on a daily weekly monthly basis now we talked about carbs we talked about salt we talked about alcohol intake what else can contribute to increases in scale weight? Well, uh, how about poop? <laughs> we could just need to take a dump, frankly, and that could be you know, a pound, could be two pounds, who knows? It could be inflammation. For anyone that trains hard, what you may have observed or may not recognized, but observed on the scale, is that after a hard leg training day, you're going to create a lot of inflammation in the tissues because when we train we break down muscle tissue and what does the body do when we create muscle damage is it's going to send a lot of different fluids it's going to build up inflammation in the body so we can drive raw materials to helping expedite the healing process just like if you sprain your ankle what happens it's going to get swollen with fluid okay so the same idea would be listen if we jump on the scale and we're holding a 12 ounce bottle of water right it's the same thing is imagine that water being distributed around your joints to help facilitate the healing process and so the uptick in weight is simply coming from that inflammatory process now we also know that stress contributes to inflammation and water retention in the body and so perhaps you've been in a situation where Maybe sleep's been poor, maybe you've consistently been under eating and You are frustrated because the scale's not moving. And then, and this happens quite a lot for our clients is maybe you go on vacation or maybe we encourage you and guide you to start eating more, particularly carbohydrates, which helps your nervous system start to calm down. And and assuming, you know, you go on vacation and we find ways to better manage stress, despite the fact that you may be eating more, all of a sudden we get this flushing effect where your body's actually getting rid of of those stored fluids from the stressors that you've been experiencing. And so it's a very complex mechanism, but uh, very eye-opening in terms of understanding all of the various reasons why your body does what it does. So it's a very, very cool process. So I think that that's really, really important for all of us to acknowledge is look at there's, there's a myriad of reasons why you are storing excess weight, mostly that's coming from body fluids. And and perhaps you even just ate a meal later at night, the night before, maybe you're weighing yourself at a different time of day. And I challenge any of you listening to weigh yourself first thing in the morning, which is what we typically recommend. So we typically recommend wake up, take a leak, Get on the scale as close to naked as you're comfortable and weigh yourself every single day. And you'll get a very good idea of how that weight fluctuates day to day. But if you were to do that, also weigh yourself, just do this once as you don't want to do this consistently, but weigh yourself at night uh, before going to bed. And you know it's not uncommon for me to see a seven or eight or nine pound difference. Uh, from morning to night just again based on fluid retention based on food undigested food stool inflammation so on and so forth and so it begs the question of how accurate is it or how reliable is it my friends for us to be leveraging scale weight as a tracking tool of progress and the short answer is it's not reliable unless we're zooming out and we're really looking at it over the scale of a long period of time. And so the way that we typically leverage this, one is we believe that it's important for you to understand how your scale weight fluctuates based on, again, your choices from the past 24 to 48 hours, how your food choices impact scale weight. But really from a coaching standpoint is what we're looking at is kind of week by week changes. Because anyone that's undergone a weight loss program, you've probably experienced the phenomenon where all of a sudden when you start a program, you're losing weight, right? If you've ever done something like a ketogenic diet, well, you're gonna lose a lot of weight very quickly. Why? Well, it's not because there's some magic around keto. It's because you just cut out an entire food group, carbohydrates, and when you eat carbs, you are going to store more fluids in the cells. That's just how the body uh utilizes carbs is it drives carbs into the cells the sugars into the cells but water goes with that and so you're naturally going to be storing more water if you eliminate carbs well hello you're going to lose a lot of water weight you're going to lose a lot of water weight and that's why people get so obsessed with all of the quote-unquote progress that they see on the scale when they start a low carbohydrate diet but i hate to tell you this it's not body fat it's simply water weight And so you really need to reinforce that over time with an actual calorie deficit in order to truly see body fat changes, okay? So that's where it it can be very nebulous when you're looking at it day by day. But really, if we extrapolate over time, then we see, okay, well, oftentimes we see this sort of undulating uh, decrease in weight when someone is controlling for calories when they're managing their exercise and their movement and their hunger and their cravings and all of the things that we help you focus on in our smart nutrition coaching program but with that said is weight doesn't always change in a linear fashion and this is oftentimes the reason in my opinion why so many people have a hard time sticking to any one particular diet is because they'll see the weight trend down for a week but then it will stagnate or it might even uptick uh, and you'll get frustrated and you quit when in reality, it's never linear. Of all the hundreds, if not thousands, clients that we've worked with over the years, there's never a, a linear trajectory from from kind of day by day. Instead, if we zoom out week to month, is is really looking at, okay, if we can just a uh, plot along the trend line well then we'll see that people are consistently losing assuming they're doing all of the things assuming they're being consistent with that calorie deficit over time and that's what we try and help you create by first and foremost getting a better understanding of these tools and how to leverage these tools to your success so that you don't quit on yourself so that you don't quit on your diet and you can truly understand how the human body works. Beyond just, well, I eliminated an entire food group, so I should be losing the weight. Okay. So that's really something that I wanted to hit home with around what we're actually seeing on the scale. And, you know, it, it begs the question. And this is a topic for a different conversation around when we do see weight change, does that mean that we're losing fat? And no, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're losing fat. In fact, for a lot of sedentary people, the biggest loser is a great example is. Um, anytime we're losing weight, we're, we're going to see reductions in body fat, but we're also going to see reductions in muscle mass. And so that's why we're so adamant that our clients strength train is because when we're in a deficit, when we're helping you implement the habits that are going to help you manage your calories, um, by virtue of strength training, you're going to be a lot more likely to maintain lean muscle tissue and the body's going to be a lot more likely to, to burn more body fat than burn lean muscle tissue because Certainly one of the things we see, especially with people over time, and especially if they're sedentary, is they'll lose muscle mass and they'll gain more body fat. And even when they do go into a significant calorie deficit, if they're not training, they're going to be losing almost an equal ratio of muscle mass to fat mass. And that's very uh, substantial on terms of how it affects our metabolism. And so those are all of the reasons why weight can fluctuate day to day and how we need to be very cautious about how we're leveraging scale weight. Now, the way that we correlate scale weight is with circumference measurements and with pictures. And that way we know is like, listen, if the scale's going down and your circumference or measurements are also going down, there's a very good chance that you're losing body fat in conjunction with, you know, perhaps a little bit of lean muscle tissue. That's always going to come with the territory when we're in a calorie deficit, but we want to make sure we're minimizing that. Conversely, is if weight is staying the same, and you might be thinking you're doing everything right, right? You're, you're eating all the foods and you're exercising and you're getting enough sleep and you're drinking enough water and you're managing your stress levels, but we're simply not seeing the scale weight change, which happens with a, a wide variety of clients for a wide variety of reasons. Well, then it's saying, okay, before we jump to any irrational conclusions, what's happening with pictures what's happening with measurements how do you feel how is your sleep quality how's your digestion how's your mood how's your libido right all of these things are going to help clue us in to are you actually making progress and just uh, multiple times today i've already had the conversation around Someone has been managing their calories. They've been getting enough protein. They've been exercising hard. Things are improving in terms of hunger and energy and sleep, uh, but the scale weight's not changing, but, but we're seeing nice changes uh, in terms of circumference measurements. Their waist is getting smaller. Their chest is getting smaller. Their thighs are getting smaller. And so we know that, yeah, they're actually making really good progress. They're losing body fat and perhaps they're gaining some muscle mass along with the territory, which is a beautiful thing and is not that uncommon in the initial stages of training. And so that's why it's so important that we leverage scale weight in conjunction with circumference measurements, pictures, as well as what we call biofeedback, things like hunger, energy, cravings, mood, libido, digestion, because at the end of the day, I'll I'll tell you very honestly, is... There's not many clients that actually care what they see on the scale by the end of our coaching program. Why is that? Is because they have a much better idea around um, how they're managing their foods on a daily basis. They have improved confidence and clarity around. Um, what they need to be doing and how to manage their intake daily in a way that affords them flexibility and freedom in their lifestyle so that they can eat and drink what they want within reason. They have seen that their body composition has substantially changed despite their perception that their weight should have initially been lower. Now, all of a sudden, even if their weight is 10 or 15 pounds heavier than what they thought they needed to be, they are fully aware that it doesn't matter because they love the way that they look. They love the way that their clothes fit. They love the compliments that they get inside and out of the gym and you know at school and wherever. And so I think that that's incredibly important. We all have these preconceived notions around what we think we should be seeing on the scale and or what we think should be happening in terms of progress. And the reality is there's no right trajectory. There's no normal. There's only the way that works best for you with your lifestyle, with your food preferences, with your commitment and readiness for change and with the level of support that you have. And so ultimately we need to be cautious about how we interpret scale weight and simply looking at it as one of many tools to help us determine an overall level of progress that we're making. Well, two things I should say that we know very clearly about scale weight is one, from a day-to-day basis, it tells us nothing about body fat change. So for you to judge yourself on a day-to-day basis or even a week-by-week basis by some number that you see on the scale without acknowledging your previous behaviors is doing yourself a massive injustice. And two, is there's no number that you could see on the scale that's as detrimental to your health, and well-being as feeling ashamed of what you see stressing about the number day to day is worse than the foods that you consume to contribute to that number and instead we just need to understand that scale weight is simply a reflection of the choices you made and it's nothing more than a tool to help you establish awareness and accountability so that you guys can continue to make better choices in the future and so i think it's important to keep a realistic perception of that i'm going to end it at that so i hope this has been helpful for you again for those of you that don't know me i'm ben brown i'm the owner of bsl nutrition we are a nutrition and fitness coaching company and we believe that your health determines your freedom in this particular case scale weight is simply one of many many tools that you can leverage to help you make progress but if you're not looking at it over the broad context perhaps it's only pushing you into a deeper hole and so if this is something that you find interesting you find valuable if it's something that you feel like you want help with um, you can obviously reach out to us just shoot me a message here or you can click the link in the show notes uh, much love and appreciate you guys. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I'll catch up with you soon. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you in your nutrition journey for free. One, grab a free copy of my Fat Loss Fix Guide at fatlossfixguide.com. Two, join my free group at smartnutritionmadesimple.com. 3. Subscribe to my YouTube channel at smartnutritionmadesimpletv.com 4. Leave a 5-star rating and positive review so that we can gain access to more nutrition experts ready to share their knowledge with you and ultimately help more people make smart nutrition simple.